Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improviser's Guide Network. Now is the time. Forever? Hashtag always MGM. Old, old, old. The secret staircase. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on a Friday. Ooh. She is Jen. Hello. And I am Frank, and we are here. If you didn't listen to Theme Park Thursday yesterday, we did an episode proper. We've been exploring our recent three-day excursion to Walt Disney World uh, from January 23rd to January 25th. There was so much that happened that we couldn't we couldn't do it justice in like a typical one-hour episode. So we are doing it over the course of three episodes. So yesterday's episode for focused focused on. Uh, focused on our first day in Walt Disney World, really our, our half a day, our breakfast and lunch uh-huh. um, at, uh, d- at the Epcot Resorts, as it were, in a tour of the Riviera Resort. Right. And today we're going to discuss our time in the Magic Kingdom, which was actually our third day, including the 2020 WDW meetup. Yes. If you're like, what about the second day? And what about that? That's going to happen next week on Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. That's our hashtag always MGM day, our day at Hollywood Studios. Jen's first time at Galaxy's Edge, our first time on Rise of the Resistance. That's a jam-packed episode onto itself. Not much to talk about there. Not much much to talk about there. Mm -mm. We're going to save that all for next Thursday. So the Magic Kingdom, we had to get up bright and early. Yes. We may have been up a little late the night before. Correct. I mean, late for us. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, these, these podcasts are late for me. I mean. We were out with uh, the Monday Morning Monorail podcast crew. The mm-hmm. whole crew was there at different, yes, you know. that's right. Yeah, even. My um, first meeting with Sam. Yeah, first meeting with Sam. My bestie. You had met Landon earlier in the day. Correct. You met McKenna and Garrett. Uh, yes. I got a hug from Garrett. Yeah, that's true. I got a high five from McKenna. It's cool. We're working up to the hug. It'll get there someday. Yes. And uh, we were also with our good friend, Ayali Flores. Yes. On a little monorail pub crawl. Maybe we'll talk about that at a later date. Yeah, we might save that one. But we were up bright and early the next day. Mm -hmm. Breakfast at the Kona Cafe. Yes. I didn't ask about sticky wings. Well, we don't want to. We wanted to start our day off on a positive note. But what we uh, but what we learned very quick is that you know we we, we snagged the seven fifty reservation and we were out of there by eight twenty. Like, yeah, we nailed it in a half an hour. Yes. So if you ever have like an early meeting over at the Magic Kingdom, you meet in friends, you meet in a group, and it and it's gonna be that early in the morning, you know, and you want to snag a Kona reservation because maybe you want to park at the Poly parking lot. Yes. Because what's better than walking through the Polynesian lobby at seven thirty in the morning? So good. The best. Yes. That's a that's a great tip from both of us is to uh, get there and you're in and out of Kona because it's still not that busy there at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. 
Well, what did you, you had, you, I just had bacon and eggs. So I was keeping it simple. What did you have? Yeah, I had French toast with bacon. I think uh, I wanted the Tonga toast. Tonga toast. Tonga toast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then I was like, oh, that might be too much. We're trying to get back to the Magic Kingdom quickly. So I just went with the basic, but it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Ate it all up, started Monday, right? We were realizing that was like our first real meal. Yeah. I don't even, uh, is that an entire weekend? Maybe, I don't know. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> we were kind of snacking and appetizing our way around Disney until then. Yeah, and definitely the day before, which was our 18-hour day at the studios, yes. where we only, we kind of had breakfast at Oga's. Right, right. And then we had kind of like a brunch situation at Ronto Roasters. Mm-hmm. This was a nice way to actually have a meal and feel energized for the day. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. That is true. Uh, Jen, what is it like for you to get on the monorail at the Polynesian mm-hmm. and take it over to the Magic Kingdom? There's nothing better. There's nothing better than starting your day at the Polynesian and being able to just be like, you know what? My day's only just starting. And you get to ride the monorail over to the kingdom. It's the best. It's it's up there with like, if you have never done it and like you're a Disney fan, but you're like, well, I'm never staying at the Polynesian. It's too expensive. Just You got to do it once in your life. Just do it early in the morning and just go over to the Magic Kingdom just so you can experience what it was like for us to go to the Magic Kingdom in 1988. <laughs> all the time that was just our <laughs> trips that was our childhood man good times <laughs> so everyone was meeting in uh in front of the town square theater mm-hmm. for the 2020 wdw meetup fronted by uh, disney gratitude herself uh, at disney gratitude on the twitter replaced that e with the number one at disney gratitude jocelyn she uh, put this whole thing together it was going on for months we we the two of us could not settle on whether we were going on that until three weeks out we made it work <laughs> was it and, even three uh, might have been two it was less than three for you. Yeah. I think it was three for me on the <laughs> nose. And then we uh, got to meet everyone. Yes, everyone. And we touched on this a little bit yesterday. Your nerves. Yes. Now, do your nerves subside once you get to the group? Like, or is it still? Yeah, I mean, I think it was still a little bit there of like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, some people I recognized and some people I didn't. And I think then you start talking to some people and then you realize you didn't say hi to somebody else. So um, I, overall, they subsided. And once you get into conversations, you know, it, it the the great thing about it, and I think Justin kind of mentioned this as well on on Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, um, that, you know, you are, you're with like-minded people and you're with people that all love Disney as much as you do. And it's hard to find the people that get it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So when you do, it's, it's just really great. And, and I'm, I'm basically just stealing everything Justin said on yeah. the podcast, but that Jocelyn attracts good, positive people. And there were just so many good, positive people there. And so it was, I mean, it was a great experience to, be able to spend that time and meet some new people and put faces to names or, you know, movement of people to names maybe because maybe we've seen their faces and pictures, but yeah. Yeah. We can talk about being introverts or antisocial or having anxiety about being in groups or just being the types that 
I just like to go and do things myself. And I just want to be alone with my thoughts and my views and my, yeah. you, know, you know, that's the big thing is like, we have done so many short trips to Disney over the years that we're usually running around, but we kind of want to be in our own space and, and, and observe it all for ourselves right. and just take in all the feelings again, you know, but this trip and the previous trip I was on at uh, the opening day for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge both involves interaction and you start to realize like, oh, look how much better the attraction <laughs> experience and everything is when you're like with the like-minded group. Yes. Who love it just as much. Like, you know, I have, especially the past 20 years, like I moved back from, well, uh, from Walt Disney World. I moved back from Walt Disney World. <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah. I moved back from Orlando basically 20 years today. Today's the 31st. Oh. I was driving back. And that, you know, in those 20 years, it has, I have crest and, you know, crest and waved. What's the word I'm looking for? You know, it's gone peaks, up and down. Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys with yeah. Disney the past mm-hmm. 20 years. And, you know, when I peak, it's like because I just miss it and I like going by myself and just sitting and looking around. But really, the last, you know, then there was the the family portion. Like, you know, you have a family, and like you, you bring the kid, and you're like, oh, this is this is new and awesome, and at the same time, yeah. But now these last couple of times, it's it's made me a little nostalgic for college too. When I used to just go with my friends and go uh-huh. on the rides, right? And, or just go with my fellow cast members and go on the rides, like. Right. You know, I always think back to the day that we tested uh, Tower of Terror one and a half because. And because, you know, they needed guinea pigs, you know, and it was all my friends from work and like, that was awesome. And so it reminds me a lot of that. I'm like, oh, this is a whole different, it's a whole different side of Disney that maybe people don't know either is to go on with this many people is awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and you just feed off each other's energy and you feed off each other's knowledge and opinions about things. And like I said, it is hard to find people that get it because I think probably for all of us most of our day-to-day are not spent with people who love Disney as much as we do. And whether we're at work or, you know, with other parents or wherever we are, you know, to talk about Disney, people get certain misconceptions in their head or whatever it is about who, what, what type of people we all are because we love Disney when, you know, really it's, it's like anything else, really. That if if you really love something, it's the same thing as oh, I'm I'm really into guitars. I'm really into cars. I'm really into you know whatever your thing is, food. You know, and and I travel all over, just looking, you know, trying different restaurants and stuff like that. Whatever your thing is, it's the same same idea, you know. And so it was it was great to feed off all of that Disney love and energy. Well, we, you know, and I didn't touch on this on yesterday's episode, mm-hmm. but you are another year older oh. on the podcast now. Your birthday was on Monday. Happy birthday, old. Thanks. But Jocelyn and I were in a little discussions mm-hmm. about, especially when you booked your flight, I was like, I don't think I can carry around a lot of party supplies. It might be a little too obvious. Uh, maybe you can make a little something, something happen. And Jocelyn was like, I'm on it. Wait and a like, second. I was like, wait yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. You were behind all of that? Of course. You know what? I accepted it because it was Jocelyn. 
I don't, I don't think I'm going to accept it with you being the mastermind. I mean, it was Jocelyn the whole time. It was Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we had a nice, lovely photo pass opportunity with Jocelyn brought party hats. Yes. And she brought some little noisemakers. Yes. And we had a, a Mary Poppins bag with her. Mm-hmm. A bag of tricks. Yeah, well, because it had all the IDs for everyone in it uh-huh. and the snack bags. Yep. That's crazy. The yes. whole bag kept going Amazing. on for days. Yes. And uh, But we were able to celebrate your birthday right there in the middle of Main Street yeah. with a photo pass pic. How does it feel to be a little, another year older now? It feels great. I'm happy about it. But you were happy to celebrate it there. With- well, I was happy to celebrate it there. I mean, do I love being front and center in that photo? I mean... <laughs> Yes. Not really. But I appreciated all the goodness everyone did and everyone being a part of it. And I was holding up Main Street for a little bit to get some uh, birthday festivity stuff. I saw your three-year-old holding your birthday card, your Mickey Mouse birthday card. Where is that currently? Yeah, she doesn't really want to give that up. Uh, I think currently, I, I know the location of it. It's still intact. I keep trying. As soon as she starts holding it, I'm like, can, can mommy have that? I don't, I don't want to break that. And she's like, I can't open it. I'm like, oh, good. You know what? Even better because I don't need you opening it and something happening to it. So the five-year-old saw it and he was reading it and he's like, are these your friends? Did all of your friends sign this? I'm like, yep. Just uh, out and about, not in Disney. I wasn't there. Yeah, let's talk about. Uh, well, we do have a. Do you studio. want a tangent? Do you want a tangent? I want a tangent just because I don't know if it'll come up in our Galaxy's Edge Rise of the Resistance uh, yeah, song. Probably not. The day before, it was a perfect opportunity for you and I to take a photo with Fancy Nancy, and you declined outright. Declined, refused to take a picture with Fancy Nancy, Disney Junior icon, Fancy Nancy. Correct, and Bo Peep. And Bo, well, Bo Peep had a little bit of a line, but Fancy Nancy had no line. Yeah, no, I can't do it. Listen, it. I had so much mom guilt the entire three days. I had mom guilt from even just looking at Fancy Nancy. The kids didn't know I was in Disney, and I'm supposed to take a picture with her? What am I going to do with that? However, we did say if I had been dressed in a plaid shirt like Fancy Nancy's mom, since I do have a resemblance to Fancy Nancy's mom, mm-hmm. perhaps I would have taken that photo, but... No, otherwise I was not taking the picture. It's fine. It's all fine. Yeah. Garbage truck is coming by. Oh, good. It's late. It's late tonight, I know. I'm like, oh, I still have to take my trash out. Luckily, it's across the street and not for the restaurants and not for my apartment. Otherwise, we'd be in trouble right now. Uh, we like two inches big. How? Why are they doing one side or the other? Cheapest, cheapest truck wins. I don't know. Right. I don't know how it works. Can someone tell me how the New York City system <laughs> works? Let anyone? Me. Anyone? Send me a send, send me a tweet at yeah. us. Yeah. At Dillo's this. The uh, we walked up Main Street and and Jocelyn had an itinerary. She had a plan. She yes. had it all set. And uh, we began our uh, journey into Adventureland. Yeah. Towards the Jungle Cruise. When was the last time you were on the Jungle Cruise? Do you know? It's been a while. Mine's been a year and a half. I I went on a year and a half ago after probably about 25 years. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe when I lived down there, maybe, maybe since then, I mean, definitely more than five years. I've not been on it with the kids. So yeah. 
And the thing that really I noticed about, and we've, we talked about this on the episode with Papadillo at Christmas time. And then the, uh, we've been teasing it here and there along the way. If you walk over that bridge at Adventureland towards Jungle Cruise, you get a lot of the pockets we yes. talk about um, where things just seem the same as they did when we were kids. And, 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 and we'll, we'll go on with that a little bit in a second, in a little bit, but uh, especially walking that way, because maybe we don't see it as much, you know, because our trips sometimes don't take us that way. And sure, the magic carpets are right there in the middle of Adventureland. You're like, that wasn't there. But if you look around at the buildings and the painting, at the paint job of the buildings mm-hmm. and just at the details, it still invokes what it felt like 25 years ago. Yes, agreed. Um, our, our jungle cruise skipper was Claudia. Yes. I, I am almost 100% certain she was the skipper I had a year and a half ago. But what was also funny is that our sibling, Angela Dahlgren, yes. was like, hey, that was my skipper. Was it last night? Oh, I think it was before. the night before. Mm-hmm. And then Sabra was also like, hey, we just had that. I was like, Right, everybody. Uh, how is she everywhere? Right. Uh, a very good skipper. You know, uh, the mic was not on her side, yes. so she was uh, she was she was working it, trying right. to still put on the show uh, to uh, you know to try to get the audio back. She was she was working the whole little system there the whole time mm-hmm. while still narrating the ride. So kudos to her yeah. for her uh, work as the jungles. What was it like for you to be on the Jungle Cruise for the first time in that? Yeah, it was a good time. I mean, and I'm trying to think like when they did that switch where they changed the spiel at all. And I feel like whenever it was, I have been on it since it has been like that. Um, So I'm really trying to think of how long it's been. But no, it was fun. And I think we took up pretty much the entire boat. Maybe there was one extra family who got thrown in with our crazy bunch of people here. But uh, that was cool, too, that we all got to. I'm going to be honest, Jocelyn, forgive me. When I saw the itinerary of all the rides, I was like, there is no way our large group is going <laughs> to get on all these rides together. No way. How are we even going to do that? They, we're going to be split up. The lines are going to be way too long. It's going to be crowded. I don't know if we're even going to get there early enough. I wasn't trying to be negative. I just like to think of like a big group like that. And then shame on me because anything Jocelyn puts her mind to, she succeeds and, mm-hmm. and, and blows it out of the water. So we were all on that boat experiencing that uh, skipper together and the jungle cruise together, had some laps together. So it was, mm-hmm. it was like a good icebreaker ride too, I think, kind of get yeah. everyone going. Yeah, I got everyone in a good mood and yeah. and, 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 and a group spirit yes. sort of thing. And then we made our way over to Pirates of the Caribbean, which you and I went over on your last trip 14 months ago. You went 14 <laughs> months without yeah, it's being... the longest ever. The longest ever. And again, we've all fit in the same boat. And let me, yeah. just, let me just say out loud that all of these... New, you know, Here's a sign that I'm getting old. Mm. Besides the fact that I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. Or that I'm already old. Right. All these new photo passes over the last several years, I have no idea when they happen. Yeah. I, I don't, the Pirates one, always a disaster. And I've been on that one the most. Yeah. The Haunted Mansion one, just missed it. Didn't know when it was coming. Mm-hmm. Slinky Dog, I didn't go on Slinky Dog on this trip, but I've, I've now missed that one twice. 
Uh-huh. It's, just, uh-huh. it's really bad. The Tower of Terror one, I still got that one down. I still know yeah. when that yeah. one's good. I still have the same face regardless. My eyes are closed and I'm screaming. So, I mean, it's whenever it happens, yeah. I'm going to have the same face for the last 20 years. So, um, It's been two years since the changes that have come to Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you mm-hmm. feel like, you feel, do you notice a change? Do you feel like it's the same? I, I accept it. I accept mm-hmm. the changes. I feel like... Any of the changes that have happened have been subtle enough where it's not, you know, an entire scene or room has not changed. So, right, and it feels it feels the same. Thing. The auction scene is still. I mean, I I understand why the auction scene yeah. changed, but that was the one I kind of go. Mm-hmm, but it's. I wish it, it popped a little bit more. If there was uh-huh. a change, I wish it popped a little bit more. I feel right. like it just kind of is middle of the road right and that's that's my big beef with that mm-hmm. um but yeah everyone was on that one too all in big splash on the waterfall the group then was able to regroup there was a restroom break yes Mackenzie had it all together yes with the keeping the numbers together yes. mm-hmm. and then we took our longest walk you know and i say that you know because we had to keep a large group together yeah we, we circled around uh through Frontierland, very hard to pass thunder mountain yeah and, uh, and we made our way over to haunted mansion the ride after that was it's a small world which mm-hmm. which put a i feel like that was where jocelyn was like why is this line so like yes. that was the first yeah, yeah. time my itinerary because it's a small world had an unusually long line uh for that time of day I would yeah say. and and at 11 a.m at the magic kingdom is like this is when it starts getting real everybody especially right. on a, a saturday yes. like you have you have those first two hours get everyone disperses everyone goes in different directions at rope drop and you basically have two hours to figure out your life right. before the lines get crazy mm-hmm. and because everyone will start meeting in the center fantasy land becomes a mob scene and uh, it's all over there. But both Haunted Mansion and It's a Small World, over the years, family-wise, It's a Small World outranks Haunted Mansion, right? Right. Do you think Papadillo thinks a Haunted Mansion at this point? I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't a bigger uh, Dillo ride. It's, yep. it's interesting. That's why he loves Peter Pan. He loves Small World. I don't know why. Is it, is it too, too hidden for him? I don't know what it is that mm-hmm. he's never really taken to and not that he wouldn't go on it but just that it hasn't been like one of his go-tos is kind of weird yeah it's never it's never been high on his list and i don't know if when we went a lot when we were younger if the line was longer for that than a lot of the other rides yeah maybe or that the thrill rides were more important and pirates was more important or things like that it's fascinating it's a small world though always always a classic and we had full again full boat for yeah Pirates, full boat for Jungle Cruise, full boat for It's a Small World. Yep, mm-hmm. correct. And then we did something that we said we, we would do for the past month. Right. Uh, the, the group at large went over to Cosmic Race for a little mm-hmm. sunny eclipse and burger action. Right. And we said, well, we, we got to go into the Columbia Harbor House. Right. I haven't been in a million years. A million years. Yeah. Uh, there's a rather famous story on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast about the lobster roll. So right. we wanted to try the lobster roll. I can't believe I, I actually did that um, in honor of Justin and Sam. Justin and Sam came with us and Landon came. Landon yes. met us there. Yes. We, we split it down the middle. 
What was your thought on, uh, well, I guess I should say this too. It was the first time that I used the mobile ordering system. Oh, that's right. So proud of you. You're like, how, but how, how do I know when it's ready? How do I, what's, what's going to happen to my phone when, when I have my food? <laughs> what if I get locked out of my screen? How can right. I get back to it? Right. Does it show up in my email? Is there a receipt that I will get? What do I do? Hashtag why mom and papadilla will never use it. They will never use no, it. Never. No, no. Not in a million years. Not even if you tell them that you can get Casey's quicker by using the mobile ordering system. No. They, we would probably have to do it for them and then be like, okay, and send send them a text saying it was ready. <laughs> Are you able to mobile order from New York? And <laughs> just be like, here it is. It's go. Go ahead. Look okay. to the counter. It's ready. Uh, what did you think of the lobster roll? I enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like overall, I'm not a huge lobster person. I do enjoy an occasional lobster roll. I've had them during food and wine sometimes, and I've probably had one in Boston. I don't know, but um, yeah, it was it was yummy. It was yummy. I liked it. Yummy, I like yummy, yummy, yummy. I like the potato chips that were homemade. I enjoyed mm. those as well. It was a nice little. I, I liked the two together. I'm a big. I enjoy chips with a sandwich. You know, it's it's a it's a treat. So, I enjoyed the combo. Well, Mrs. Dillo is from Saratoga Springs, uh, upstate New York, and uh, you know their big thing is Saratoga chips at a lot of their restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get often get chips with a lot of your meals up there. So yeah, I've grown over the last decade or so into more of a chips with my sandwich with my burger with my whatever kind of a meal with my buffalo chicken wrap i think it's a that's a mamadillo thing mamadillo is a big chips and sandwich a little chips and a tuna fish sandwich come yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. true yeah. that's valid uh the uh, and of course columbia harbor house is a total pocket yeah and again it goes back to adventureland liberty square because you have to keep the theming a certain way it feels like it never changes right and and it, it's such an interesting thing because you, I find myself looking at the decor, the the carpet, whatever, and going, have they changed this over the years or have they not changed this right. over the years? It's, it's a it's a fascinating thing. Would you go back to Columbia Harbor House? Because the other big thing is there's a lot of seating in there. Yeah, I was thinking that that it's it's a pretty good quick service spot, and I think that it had been so long since I had been there. I wasn't even sure. I was like, is this a dining reservation type spot or is this, you know, are we going to have to try to get a table together? But yeah, there were, I mean, what, but it was, it was lunchtime when we were there, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was lunch hour. But yeah. it was, it was a good amount. And I think because it is a pocket and kind of tucked away, it's not going to be as crowded as let's say a cosmic rays. And, but Mr. Snydillo, big sunny eclipse fan. So we would have to spend multiple days at MK in order to visit both locations. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's the the key too. Because I think it's hard, and and being that we are nostalgic for the classic uh, burger yeah. at uh, at Walt Disney World, you know, going. We talk about Stargate in Future World way back in the day, and we talk about Beaches and Cream. Yeah. Uh, if you listened yesterday, 
with the burger is still fantastic, but yes. we tell you about everything else. <laughs> the, you know, the cheeseburger, you know, people are like, it's too salty. It's too this. It's, it's too fast foody. And like, no, that's part of the, it's part of the thing. Yep. It's, part of, it's part of the nostalgia that is Walt Disney World. It's part of the reason why we're angry about Pinocchio's village house. Because oh, they don't have a burger anymore. Yeah. And can I add, when we went on It's a Small World, there were signs on the table that people held up for the boat to respond. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, don't, you didn't like that, huh? Just connect. Let's just connect person to person. I don't need to be prompted by your cue cards. Don't, don't tell me what to do. I mean, I, I thought it was a nice little touch, almost like paying homage to what we have been doing since kids, was waving to the boats and trying to get them to clap or do whatever. So now the signs are there to do it. But you know what? Throw in a burger, and I'll sit there and hold up a sign. That's right. You bring back the cheeseburger, I'll hold up the sign. Yeah. Bottom are line. We, when's the last time we checked the menu to really see if there's a burger? I looked, I looked at it on this last Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, imagine if it's just been back. <laughs> no, it's still the flatbread pizza. And Anyway, the uh, after Cosmic Rays, I can't believe, first of all, that, I mean, Jocelyn, again, hitting the marks with all the luck. Got yes. an entire section I know. where everyone could sit in in Cosmic with, Rays. With a view of sunny eclipse. Not even mm-hmm. like in the back somewhere or outside or whatever. It, it, crazy. Just. Now we were, I mean, I have not been to Cosmic Rays perhaps as much as you have, but we did go two years ago and I didn't think about it going back in today. Like every time I go in there, because I don't go in enough, yeah. it transports me to, and I still haven't looked it up. I did that like special program at Walt Disney World that they take you around behind the scenes oh, right. and show uh-huh. you the utility and they had a little animation session. Our lunch was at Cosmic Rays. Oh. So every time I go into Cosmic Rays, I'm immediately, it's a Friday afternoon and I'm 11 Interesting. in there because that's where I was. So again, I have to look. It's a Wonders of Walt Disney World program that was an all-day affair. But uh, always get- There's always, no pictures of that. No, there's no zero pictures of that. No. But for, I got to see the Utilidors when I was 11 and that was pretty awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. So after that, it was Carousel yeah. of Progress time. Right. And you opted to shop real quick so that yes. you didn't think I, I was getting out. nervous with timing because we were yeah. leaving that day. I was getting a little nervous with timing. I was like, oh, Carousel of Progress is going to take some time. I've waited to the last second now to pick things up. I should just go real fast while you're in there, which I did. So I kind of ditched out on the group. Sorry, everybody. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been on Carousel Progress. I probably would think of, have to. I don't know if I know the last time I was on there. It's at least ten years, if not more. Mm-hmm. And the more time goes on, like I'm just like, is this the same? The lighting feels different. Yeah. You know, there's still things that I love. I love watching one scene end on stage left or stage right, and watching the rotation in the dark, not paying attention to the narrator and the dog, but I love watching the scenes shift behind the scrim right in the dark it's just like a little classic disney ride thing that makes me it, it makes me think of when i was a kid thinking i uh, seeing something i wasn't supposed to or i was seeing uh, like behind the scenes stuff right i found uh th- there's a couple things one thing is it, it seems to focus a lot 
on making sure you're reminded that this took place at the 1964 World's Fair, which is nice. Mm -hmm. It has a little poster outside the attraction. They mention it in the opening narration before the show actually starts. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I like that kind of homage. Is it still incredibly outdated in the final scene? Sure is. (laughs) It's still 1993 or whatever it was uh, when the last time they did it. But the first three scenes are still fantastic. The best things ever. I was in the second row. I don't even know the last time I was that close. I think yeah. that was also part of why it felt different. Right. It, like, and I was like, the lighting, this, that, is because I was just so close that it, it gave me a different perspective of the attraction. So right. it's still so classic. So uh, I know that you had a terrible experience the last time you were on Carousel of Progress. Correct. That's correct. Um, And I'm trying to remember, I was just trying to remember as you were talking about it, if it was the now three-year-old's first trip when she was four months old, or was it the time we went right before she was born? Either way, the now five-year-old was in that two to three-year-old range. And uh, we thought going on it, we were like, oh, you know what? He'll probably just nap. He'll probably just fall asleep on it. He'll be perfect. He did not. And instead went in the opposite direction of a full-on major crying meltdown of just just hysterical. Like, get me out of here. Mr. Schneidelo at one point, while stopped, tried to, we were in the back row, so he tried to sneak to the doors and we were getting yelled at from the people wherever they were. And we're like, really, there's no way to exit this ride. We can't just sneak out the doors real quick. So everyone just sat there the entire ride and it was just pure torture to, uh, for the, the then two or three year olds. For him, it was torture for us to not be able to get him out of there and for everyone sitting on that ride. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's still telling that story. Yeah. Bound to happen, I guess. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Cause they, I did listen to the announcements where they're like very peculiar, like, you know, particular, not peculiar, yeah. very particular about like, you cannot get up and exit. Once you yeah. are in, you're in that's happening. You cannot do it. I was like, huh, they have no plan all these right. years of this ride. There's no option. I'm like, what if someone got sick? And yeah. then like, how sick does someone have to get? What if someone like passed out? What if they, you know. Walk yeah. up on stage like they did a couple of months ago. Uh, what would you right. do that day? Right. And like, shouldn't there be, I mean, I guess this would be too much staffing. Maybe just put a gas member in each each little area. I mean, maybe something like that. I don't know, safety wise, maybe. <laughs> I mean, just putting a bunch of people in a locked room together and I can't escape. I don't know. I don't know. That's a valid, valid question. Things I never thought about before the the child had a meltdown, but you know now I do. After Carousel of Progress, it was People Mover time, and we noticed that the People Mover was not moving. The line seemed a little long, and Jen really. You thought Jen was starting to worry when uh, she opted to shop instead of going Carousel of Progress. Well, now the fear was really starting to kick in. It was rough. It's, it's because I said last week, the things I was looking forward to most were meeting everyone. And I just want to go on the people mover. And if I get those things done, I'm good. And then 
we were we were watching and we we're like, are these people getting evacuated off of the people mover? What's going to happen? Which they eventually did. Mm-hmm. And we were online for Laugh Floor when that happened. And I was like, oh my God, they're evacuating people. This is going to be rough. <laughs> and when, so we did Laugh, Laugh Floor next mm-hmm. instead of the people mover. We were right. trying to give it some time. Um, We've talked about Laugh Floor before. I feel like yeah. Laugh Floor, every time I go in it, because I've been in it more recently with yeah. um, with me, the four-year-old as of next month. She's still the three-year-old, my three-year-old, not yeah. your three-year-old, no. but she'll be the four-year-old in February. Three-year-old A. And uh, she didn't get to see it last time. She fell asleep on me before we got inside. So I got to see two cycles of the attraction uh, <laughs> while I was sitting on the bench. Yeah. The Every time I go, I, I think it gets a bad rap. I think too many people uh, criticize it. It's, it's very simple in nature. A lot of people seem to really love it. Uh, so I don't get all the hate that right. I sometimes hear or read about uh, with regards to uh, the, the laugh floor. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good little show. I think it's great for kids. I think they get a big kick out of it. I think the whole interaction similar to Turtle Talk is great where they see the people and can communicate. And I also think it's a great air conditioning break. If it's a warmer day out, it's a great place to just sort of sit and chill for a little bit. And it's not, you know, the, the lines are never really crazy long. And even when you're in the room waiting, you know, there's TVs going and stuff. So I, yeah, I think it's a good little escape that, you know, I forget about a lot, but I need to, next time the kids are there, definitely got to go back. Uh, we we took an afternoon picture in addition to the morning picture. And yes. then, I'll get to the goodbyes in a second. We went, uh, we did a little emporium shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were with uh, still uh, the Monday Morning Monorail crew. We were Drunk Stormtrooper at that point and yes. Heather. Yes, and Nate. And Nate. And Landon. And- and uh, so we got to do a little emporium. I'm still, I still have a hard time figuring out the flow of the. I, I get the flow of the emporium, but it's still. I feel like I have a hard time finding things or finding an abundance of things. I want right. more than what right. I'm seeing. I'm like, why is there only two things on the wall here? Mm-hmm. There should be more. And right. uh, but I made some purchases, and then I think the funniest part of the whole day happened because you were basically at your limit of when you thought you could get on the people mover. Mm-hmm. You were observing <laughs> the touring plans app and it yes. said what? It said, I, I, I'm, my timing is off, but it said the ride was still down and based on history and the data they had, the ride would be opening at 2.48 PM, something like that. And I think at this point it was like 2.35, 2.40. And we're like, all right, well, let's pay. Everyone will pay. We'll take a walk over there if it's open. If not, you know, I guess that'll be it for this trip because, again, we're working towards a clock at this point that we need to get out of there for the um, flight and all of that kind of stuff. So we were on a time crunch that we didn't want to pull what we did as as children and ride the great movie ride and miss a flight. So we wanted to uh, make sure that didn't happen again. So we cut through, we passed the Plaza restaurant and we cut yeah. through the little Tomorrowland over, you know, right. past there where they have the dessert party. We, pa- we take a picture at the purple wall. Yes, of course. Of course. And as we like come into the concourse there of mm-hmm. Tomorrowland, you kind of like 
you know, I don't know if you're literally shaking your fist <laughs> at the gods, but up towards the people mover track right. and you're like, come on, it's right. 50. You're like, what, what is, uh, it's the, it's your, I know what you did last summer moment. <laughs> uh, what are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> and literally as you complete that sentence, the cars just start going by and yeah, the people like, oh my God, are people on it yet? Are they just testing it? What's happening? And so we like just all go in a big mob over mm-hmm. to the people mover and you close out your Magic Kingdom day yes. with a ride on a glorious Saturday afternoon. Oh, perfect weather. The people mover at its finest. Well, we like the people mover at night, but it doesn't get any better than that either. Yeah. No, um, it was amazing. And I had purchased my new hat, mm-hmm. which is a people mover hat. It says, yeah. I survived the people mover. On the back, it says Tomorrowlands. And I christened it on the people mover. Uh, you did purchase from Mr. Snydillo the Mr. Toad's car service. Was it the car yeah. uh, hat? Yeah. What was his reaction when you... Uh... Uh, he loved it, and he thinks it's awesome. However, the three-year-old... Uh, has taken a liking to it and wants to wear it all the time and uh, just steals it from him and then wanted to wear it to dinner. Uh, When we went out to dinner last night, she wanted to wear it to school pickup to pick up her brother today. Um, And she can't see with it, even when it's on the last notch. So, but uh, she's taken a liking to it. So it's a whole family hat, I guess. I mean, and we should add before uh, we we wrap up the meetup portion of the day uh-huh. that we got out of the monorail. We went over to the poly lobby because we yes. thought we could say goodbye. We looked at our timepieces. Yes. And realized that maybe, possibly. We had like a half hour. We had like 30 minutes because you never know what the monorail, which is right. why we give ourselves some time. Uh-huh. But it came, it was right there when we got up the ramp. Yeah. We got right over. There was no traffic clearance issues. <laughs> we got into the lobby. So we had 30 minutes and we each got a Dole Whip from yes. the old pineapple and I. And we sat on the beach mm-hmm. and just contemplated our life. Yes. It was, it was equal parts joy and torture. Yep. Yeah. And it was a lot of reflection. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this weekend, these three days, uh, and this meetup especially really drove home uh, how m- much this podcast has uh, opened my eyes in a lot of ways to a lot of things, not just about Disney, yeah. but also about uh, just realizing that, you know, you can still make friends in the world and you can still... <laughs> Uh, you know, meet great people with big hearts in the world and, and, and who under, like we were talking about earlier, understand who you are and, 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 and have the same train of thoughts as you mm-hmm. and, and just be able to have a shared experience with you, you know, cause I'm a theater guy. So I go shared experience, but it, it, it really, this weekend kind of epitomized that. I got a little bit of that in August, meeting a lot of different people during the Galaxy's Edge opening, but this time, you know, and again, can't name everybody, but if mm-hmm. you're talking about the monorails or Jocelyn or, or Angela, just like, it's amazing to me, like you know, the lift and energy uh-huh. I get from being around those people. Yes, for sure. 
Nope. I, I completely agree. It's, it is the similar energy. It is like a comfort level where, you know, Many people even who don't understand Twitter or social media or whatever it is are like, oh, yeah, you guys you guys talk to each other on Twitter. Okay, like you don't know who these people are. Like, come on. And granted, there are those people that exist uh, in, in social media lands. But luckily, our experience has been a positive one. And we have met really awesome people with just interesting backgrounds and, like you said, big hearts, family people that – you know, and, and I think that says a lot about the same type of people that love Disney is that you kind of come from that similar place of it all of just goodness and positivity and family and love and all of it. And so when you get a group of those people together, I mean, I, I don't know how much better it can get. Yeah, and I mean, just to, and just to, again, I'm afraid of saying people's names because <laughs> I'm not going to get to everybody, but we spent a lot of time with our good friend at Nathaniel Hardy, but we call him Nate now. <laughs> we're in, we're cool enough to call him Nate. And, and, and we got to meet his wife and, and, and their son mm-hmm. and like just seeing the family unit after having talked with him, tweeted him, whatever, mm-hmm. over the past year, year and a half, like... I don't know. It's just, it felt like a great, it's not an end, it's a beginning, but it felt like, wow, this is exactly like the happy ending I wanted to see after, right. <laughs> you know, talking to you for this long and finally meeting you. Right. So it's it's such a, it's so interesting. And yeah. I, it's without getting emotional about it, unemotional, emotional. Yes. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole new world, pun intended. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we joked yesterday on the podcast that it would become an annual thing and the yeah. early indication is that it will be. Yeah. So we will see what happens next year, next yeah. January, hopefully. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's the the emotions are what I started to feel on the plane that like, you know, you're honestly leaving like friends and people you want to see more and get more time with and have more conversations with. And I don't know, it, I, I think, and we kind of talked about this on the drive to the airport, like the comfort level with certain people that, you know, you, you talk about Nate or, or the monorails or anybody else that we've developed these relationships with and these connections with, and you never really know who's behind the keyboard, but like, meeting everybody everyone was so sweet and welcoming and lewis and valerie um they you know they have been big listeners of this podcast and it was really funny when i met him he initially said you know it's kind of it's kind of weird being in front of you sometimes usually i'm yelling at you from my car when i'm disagreeing with you and you know and it's it is this like weird world of like we've talked he's he's talked about the podcast to us on twitter or whatever and yeah. now we're all in person and it's it's it was it was awesome it was really cool to kind of find your your cool kid table in the cafeteria you know i mean this is yeah. No, totally. And, you know, and you just hope it's the hardest part. The hardest part is knowing you're not going to see a lot of these people because yes. we not only can we not get down to Walt Disney World that often, but everyone lives in different locations and not going to be in a Walt Disney World at the same time as you. So yes. the challenge of that is great. And, you know, and in these times, you want to be surrounded by people who are going to give you light. Yes. That's, that's what you want. I know you're the light on the dark, but you know what I mean? That's true. Yes. <laughs> Um, so next week we will focus on our Hollywood Studios Day, hashtag always MGM, your first time in Galaxy's Edge, Rise of the Resistance, the whole day, probably a nice deep boarding group 
virtual queue versus standard line mm-hmm. debate. And maybe we'll bring in that guest. We'll maybe. see. You never know. You never know. Before we go, I did want to talk a little bit about the fundraising that Jocelyn is doing as part of her 2020 bucket list. And this meetup was kind of the kickoff to it, but she has many things on her bucket list this year. She, how many resorts did she stay at? Four? Four. Four of them. Oh my goodness. So she she wants to stay in 20 resorts, I think, this Mm -hmm. year. Um, We want to do the meetup. She has a lot of things on her list. One of them is fundraising. She is hoping to raise money, which will go to Make-A-Wish Foundation, Give Kids the World, and our friend Chrissy O's Music Foundation as well. So she's kind of taking any of the donations she gets, splitting them up among the three charities, which is amazing. You can go to Disney Dreamin, D-R-E-A-M-I-N, 411.com. If you go to the menu and go to the fundraising page, you can get more information on how you can donate. Um, and you know, it, it's just more of the good that Jocelyn does and puts out into the world. And I love that she's kind of splitting it up among different charities. I love that she's gotten Chrissy O involved because we love her and know how much good she does. So if you can support or donate or even just spread the word for Jocelyn, just share the link to her fundraising page. That would be awesome. It would be incredible. Uh, Jocelyn is incredible. She's been doing so many random acts of kindness as it were over these last couple of years. We're so grateful to know her and to be involved with this meetup last weekend and to meet so many of you and hang with you. And we can't wait to do it all again. We will plan much better for next year. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be, we'll have our reservations well in advance, I think. Uh, Until that time, she's Jen. I'm Frank. Bye-bye. Deuces. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz featuring Frank Cardillo and Jen Cardillo Snyder. The theme was composed by Matt Harvey. The intro and the outro was performed by Lindsay Zarugian. The Dillo's Diz fact checker is Mel Gal. You can subscribe to Dillo's Diz on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dillo's Diz. You can follow Dillo's Diz on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Dillo's Diz, Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z, and you can give Dillo's Diz a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dillo's Diz. Don't forget to go to Dillo'sDiz.com for throwbacks, blogs, archives, and more. Dillo'sDiz.com. We'll see you real soon, and that real soon is next week for Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. The Improviser's Guide Network 2020.